0: If you're ready to get inspired, learn, grow, evolve, to connect and up-level your life, then you've come to the right place. I am beyond excited that you're here. So let's dive in. Hi, my love. Welcome back to the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. Today has been interesting. I had a solo episode planned for you today that was all ready to go and scheduled to go live that I pre-recorded. And I also had a conversation planned with our resident astrologer, Julian Elizabeth, who I've had on the podcast four other times. And that episode was for next week. And on my way home from Pilates today, I was like, you know what? I have a feeling that there's a lot going on planetarily right now and we need some support and clarity and Julian is our gal and I just felt like even before I had the conversation with Julian I was like this conversation needs to be the podcast episode for today the solo episode can wait we need clarity and I want to bring it to you in real time so I literally just got finished with Julian and edited our conversation and here it is for you in real time And I hope that you feel empowered by this conversation. And I hope that you gain some clarity around what's happening energetically in the planets, because I feel like I'm not the only one that has really been feeling it. We get into that in this episode. She talks about what's been happening, what is coming up in the next few months, all of which I think will be really helpful for us as we move through life. So while I love to plan and be prepared ahead of time, I also feel like I have to practice what I preach, and that is listening to your intuition. I'm excited to be sharing this conversation with you today. I love, love, love Julian. She's my personal astrologer, and she has quickly become the resident astrologist for the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. So without further ado, let's dive into today's episode, All on Astrology with Julian Elizabeth. We're back again with my favorite gal. Julian to talk about all of the astrology happenings currently and what's coming up. You guys, I was just telling Julian, I had a solo episode slated to go live today. And I just decided on my way back from Pilates, I was like, I'm pushing my solo episode to next week. And we're going to get this episode up the same day we're recording it. We love that. That's a quick turnaround.
1: I love it. I love talking to you all in real time. I know this is
0: so fun. (laughs) So what's been happening? Tell us all the things.
1: Oh, so much is going on. And it's really actually the calm before the storm. And I I want to preface our conversation with really acknowledging that what we're going to talk about isn't about being, you know, isn't about foretelling for doom or anything like that. It's not to make any of us like scared for what's coming, but it's Really just to recognize that the point that we're standing in, especially since this is coming out you know, just after the new moon in Libra, the point that we're standing in really is um, not going to be the orientation that we have in our lives in four months. Like So much is going to change in the world and so much is going to change in each and every one of us. I feel really confident saying that the things that we're sort of reconciling and chewing on in our lives... We're going to spit it all out and care about a bunch of other things come four months. So just recognize that the point that you're in right now, what you're thinking about, what you're working through is super valid and important and will ultimately carry you down the path that you're meant to be on. But there's probably going to be a couple of right turns and left turns over the next couple of months where you'll look back at this point and possibly be really grateful for where you were at and also recognize, wow, I have changed a lot. I don't even care or value about some of those things that I cared about in September.
0: I love that. That's great news for me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Yeah. So we just had the new moon in Libra. It was on Sunday late afternoon, depending on where you were located. And this was a pretty settling new moon relatively. It was opposite Jupiter. So there was this expansive energy and ultimately one of the big realizations and revelations that I've really seen come through with this new moon is just a sense of uh, really recognizing what we have, where we're at, the privilege that exists for many of us and a sense of life being about love, not lessons, memories, not milestones, and really kind of finding ourselves hopefully in a place of, of recognizing the blessings and the gifts that we have and measuring our life in that way, rather than kind of um, being stuck in this sense of, I have to do more work. I have to Mm. improve. I have to grow. I have to accumulate more, but really how can I lean into life and come to a place of acceptance with where I'm at, knowing possibly that it's not where I ultimately want to be. How was your new moon weekend?
0: My new moon weekend was good. You know, Sunday I had like a little reset day and I felt really inspired to kind of clean, organize, plan, get prepared for the week ahead. The week prior I was sick. I had randomly Woke up with strep throat one day, which I think mm. energetically for me always means I'm not speaking my truth. Yes, I always get throat things when I'm not, yeah, honoring my needs and speaking my truth. So the week prior was kind of a clusterfuck, if I'm going to be honest. So Sunday came around and I felt really inspired to hit the reset button. And I also spent some time just not producing. You know, I spent a little time walking around the neighborhood, and I did feel this sense of ease and balance, if you will. And yeah,
1: it was it was actually pretty good now that you mention it. I love that. yeah, yeah. leaning into the flow of life rather than yeah. how am I producing? Mm-hmm.
0: Right? yeah, the weeks prior it felt really chaotic and very stressful and very all over the place energetically for me which was not good no thank you
1: (laughs) yeah yeah there's a collective there's a collective uh one might say anxiety or really like a sense of for foreboding a sense that something's coming I can't quite articulate it I don't know what it is I don't know if it's good bad neutral or otherwise but there's this sense of like oh, I can't sink my roots too deep because there's a shift. Mm. And I sense this not only in people who study astrology or are energetically sensitive. I sense it really in everyone in their lives, whether they're sensitive or not. Within our personal, professional, community, global lives, there is a sense that, hmm something's going to change and we're in mercury retrograde right now. It uh, stays retrograde until the 2nd of October. So not too long from now, just about a week. And this mercury retrograde is really reflective. We're working out relationship dynamics. We're recognizing what's working, what's not working, who's working, Mm. who's not working. What about our lives and the ways that we're structuring our lives is working or not working and really how are we serving ourselves and our our worlds are we serving our world by overanalyzing our own performance by um spending time money and energy aligning with things that we don't value right so how are we actually serving the world that we want to create and live live through and that's a lot of reflection and mercury retrograde is a time of going over things quite a lot and receiving a second chance, receiving a chance to have a more clarifying conversation when Mercury moves direct or um, have the opportunity to see things from a new perspective because we've gone over it in our head, we've, we've thought about it and reflected on it. And so while we're still in these last couple of days of Mercury retrograde, we're in reflection time, we're in considering how could I have handled that differently or better Where might I want to speak my truth in a different way or honor myself in a more grounded way and then giving yourself the opportunity in the weeks to come to to give yourself that chance, maybe in the same dynamic with the same person if it has to do with a relationship or maybe in another circumstance where you get the chance to value yourself in a new way because you've done the work.
0: I'm just nodding my head guys. Every time Julian and I talk, even when we talk in private, she's like, is that landing? I'm like, Oh yeah. Sorry. It's processing.
1: (laughs) Upgrading happening. Literally.
0: (laughs) I'm like, okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's so, so, so interesting. I felt that definitely a lot over the last week. And I will say when we spoke back in gosh, was it, was it March? Or April, before I found out when I was moving to New York, we had a whole conversation Mm -hmm. around my chart around uh, for my birthday episode. And it was heavily focused on, or our conversation rather was heavily focused on routines and Mm -hmm. showing up and how I live my life each day and what's working, what's not working. And I feel like I definitely went through that. And I felt almost as if, you know, everything is cyclical. I'm coming back around to that same idea and theme recently. Mm -hmm. I wonder if anybody else listening can relate where I'm kind of looking at, okay, we've been doing this now for about five months. How does this feel? How am I showing up in relationships? Am I honoring what I actually need? Am I settling for less than I deserve? Is this actually working for me? Like I'm definitely at this point in, in my life energetically again, where I'm taking inventory and really having to be radically honest with myself about how does this feel and do we need to move on or do we keep holding on (laughs) you know yeah
1: absolutely and for you Libra season is is about your it's about your time in the sense of you live a social life in a lot of ways right and there's Uh, that's part of your career. It's the, the way that you've structured your life and created your life. It has to do with how you share it and the goals that you have for expanding that. And so Libra season actually is all about your social network. It's all about how you show up and what might want to shift to bring you back into more aligned balance with the woman and the human that you are now, because you've changed. Mm. You took a major quantum leap. I know we talked about that in our last yes. episode, right? And so there has been this really big leap and there have been certain ways that that uh, upgrade has shifted how you show up. And I think there's shedding that this season and the next season are really going to offer you to uh, be able to like optimize a little bit. I'm looking forward to that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so thinking about that idea of balance, it's a a major Libra equinox sort of energy of um, what does this word even mean? When we think about balance in yoga, it's not about being stoic and still like cement, right? It's about being in constant motion Mm -hmm. and considering like, where may I need to apply a little more pressure here? Where may I need to shed or lighten up here? Where am I not breathing? And true balance requires both strength and flexibility, which is, you know, one of the core yoga principles. Mm-hmm. And so, as we find balance, and as you find balance in this likely quite social season, I think you'll probably find that throughout the month of October, there's or at least the first half of October, there's a social buzz for you. There may be more invitations, there may be more things happening. And you'll have the chance to really consider what might I need to put down or change, maybe related to your schedule or um, what you say yes to, and that's really going to open up a lot of a lot of doors so that you can be an authentic balance because you are a social person and you also are a cozy person. You also mm-hmm. like to to chill as well. Yeah, is that for everybody or that's just specifically for my chart? So the social part of it is is for your chart based on being a Sagittarius rising. Yeah. And the balance piece, the really considering as we're in motion as humans on Earth right now at this time, where do we need to, you know, put a little more weight in the other foot? If we've spent yeah. the last season really in the the giving mode, really showing up externally, this might be a time to recognize that balance might be in the receiving, it might be in the softening. And then the inverse too, if you've just sort of been meandering through this last season, while well, this new season might call for some structure.
0: Yeah. So it's going to be different for everyone.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I've, interestingly enough, I feel like in my relationships, I've been far too flexible and not, not the other way enough, <laughs> as far as like having boundaries and like being like, this is what I need. And oh. Whatever. But then in all other areas of my life, I feel like I have. Well, no, that's actually not true. I feel like, no, I've been pretty structured, but I have been craving more structure, but in a flexible way, if that makes sense. Like more guidelines. Like I've been craving to, okay, we need to come back to what the what my guidelines are and what my non-negotiables are. I feel like they got a little muddied. And I also was exploring a little bit when I first moved to New York and I still very much am. Totally. So it's kind of been like, no rules. We're just kind of feeling it out and seeing what feels good. And I'm still there very much so, but I think that over the last week or so I felt small, tiny nudges of like, Hmm, could be interested in, pretty soon, maybe in the coming weeks to explore what our new non-negotiables might be,
1: you know? Totally. And it's been summer for you and summer, mm-hmm. especially summer in New York, it's so much better when you give yourself freedom and you let flow yeah. in. I think especially it being a new place for you and in the balance of how much hustle you brought into your life in LA, I think yeah. you really needed the freedom. And that was your balance point from the totally, last equinox.
0: Totally. right? So true.
1: And winter is different, especially when you live in a place with a real proper winter, there is a structure and there's a different negotiation because your negotiation isn't, you know, in LA, it's like, am I going to Get in traffic and drive to this event in New York. It's like, am I going to put on my two coats and trudge I know, through I the don't know snow? I'm getting
0: myself into. I'm worried. It's it, it was like 50 degrees the other day, and I was like, oh no, I need to revamp my wardrobe immediately. I'm not prepared. I'm excited, but I was like, these these Beyond Yoga, caught in the midi high-waisted leggings are not going to cut it for me in this 50 degree. <laughs> But we love you beyond yoga. We do, and I'm wearing them right now. Can't take off (laughs) my beyond yoga. I know, me too. They're so comfy. But I'm like, I'm gonna have to like, I I need a coat at least and some boots. I don't know. Yeah, you need
1: a good coat and you need boots, and then you need to plan (laughs) a warm vacation in February.
0: (laughs) So many people have said that to me.
1: (laughs) Just get out in February. (laughs) Oh gosh. So back to the astrology, there's some interesting stuff coming that I want to talk about because I want to I want to prepare people and I want to prepare people in a way that's really nurturing instead of what I think can happen when we follow astrologers on, you know, in pop astrology world, which is like Mm -hmm. Instagram and YouTube, where it can feel like, oh, my gosh, I should go hide in a cave for four months. Yes,
0: guys. Yeah, that is never the goal
1: with with
0: our conversations and I hope that it's something that you guys think about when you are consuming other content this should be empowering even if you do know like a shit storm is on the way then like good then you can hunker down and you can get ready and it's like you can prepare yourself and empower yourself to move through it with more grace rather than feel like you're being blindsided and not have any knowledge or information or awareness around it right
1: Exactly. And use your tools, use your practices, journal, reflect, move your body, practice breath work. It's so much more accessible in the world now to go after these tools that we know work and to do it in authentic, in an authentic way, really identifying, okay, this is what's coming up for me. This is what helps me when I'm feeling that way. I'm going to be empowered to do it. Mm-hmm. Um the season coming up is all about empowerment. We have um one of the major things is that we have eclipses starting. And eclipses happen every 6 months and they happen in pairs, so we'll have two eclipses at the end of October and the beginning of November. You can mark in your calendar November October 25th and November uh, 8th are going to be the two eclipses. So in between that those windows, in between that window is change, is an energy that moves at a different pace than we're used to. And you can think back to May of this past year and some of the changes that happened, you moved across the country, Shayla. <laughs> yes, I did.
0: Yes, I did. <laughs>
1: um, You tend to, when you start to notice it during eclipses, you'll tend to notice the energy moves a lot faster. It's like a gust of wind comes and closes all the doors shifts the windows um in the in ancient times when eclipses came people literally stayed inside because there was this sense that you know the the gods are moving things around it's not Mm. up to us to to try to change things or direct the course of our lives i recommend to people during this period of time I call it like a popcorn moment. Make popcorn, sit on the couch and see what happens. Try not to get involved too much. Try not to pick fights. You don't need to uh, do anything. You don't need to quit your job. You don't need to plan a move. You don't need to break up with that person. If it's meant to happen, it will happen. And if it feels like a full, yes, this is the action I need to take and I'm certain about it, then you can take action. But the way that things are meant to fall in place will fall in place as a result of whatever happens during these two weeks. And one of the major, major themes of these eclipses over a two-year period of time is that we're really evolving in how we hold our standards, what standards we hold for ourselves. We're in a major upgrade, all of us, I believe, everywhere on Earth of what is acceptable and what's not, what we accept from our relationships, what we accept from ourselves, what we accept from our government, what is appropriate and not appropriate. And we're sort of um, at this kind of uh, tension point of really seeing the ways that we may push and then how we get pushed back. And it can feel like the needle is constantly moving and that can feel tense and that can feel at times um, aimless, like Where are we going and what's changing? But all of it is sort of meant to come up right now in order for us to really recognize uh, our own worthiness, our own sense of, you know what, my time is worth something different. My love is worth something different. And I've done enough work to really value myself, value my world, value the community I'm in to change course.
0: I'm like, oh gosh. (laughs) Okay. Here we go. (laughs) So that is, I think that's interesting. You know, I don't, I think you can take it either way. Right. And be kind of scared about it. But I also think that the more empowered way to approach this season is I love that tip that you gave to kind of, you know, do nothing and see and let it, let it be kind of a, kind of a approach to it rather than get swept up in the chaos and, and add fuel to the fire, you know, when there doesn't need to be.
1: Yeah. And the mantra really is, isn't this interesting? Hmm, isn't this interesting that this is this person's response to my boundary, or isn't this interesting? This is my response to their boundary, something like that. Right. Um, and, in allowing for perspective to instead be oh my gosh, this is happening to me to instead, okay, this is happening. I'm, I'm here for it. It's happening for me. I'm pivoting. I'm upgrading. I'm shifting my perspective. Sometimes when things get taken away from us or there's a fallout in some way, we go towards what we're losing instead of seeing the freedom that we're gaining. And what may shift over the next several months is really all about the freedom that we're all gaining in certain ways. So look for the freedom. You
0: said that's coming with the eclipses?
1: So that's part of what's coming. Oh, and the right, eclipses are like part one of, of that. And that is the end of October and the beginning of November. But wrapped within that is a major transit called Mars retrograde which starts Mm. the day after a couple of days after the eclipses on the 30th of October and lasts all the way until January 12th. And we think about Mercury retrograde. It's, you know, how we, um, it's how we think and communicate. Wait, I'm so sorry.
0: How long has Mercury been in retrograde?
1: Three weeks. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so that happened during that whole
1: thing. Uh huh. Wow. Yeah. In Libra relationships, right?
0: <laughs> You're lying.
1: I'm Did not. I not realize that? I think we talked about
0: it. It went right over my head. I didn't yeah. connect the dots. That is bizarre. Not bizarre. It's science guys this is a science it's a science it's a yeah. science.
1: and mercury has wow. been really really close to venus as well so it's a lot of relationship um, changes wow wild yeah
0: i've actually had a couple of relationships important important relationships where there's been yeah a major communication breakdown and dissolution
1: mm-hmm.
0: interesting
1: yeah, and, and things showing up on on both sides, right? Like where we can shift our own communication style when it comes to relationships. Yeah. And then as well, the ways that we really need to be relating to others and where certain relationships or dynamics are falling short and either need to be renegotiated or shifted or given some space. And and that's important to honor and listen. That's going to strengthen your intuition when you really notice this doesn't feel right or good. Mm. I don't feel valued. I don't feel like I'm valuing them. Maybe I need to take some space and and clear this or shift this in some way.
0: Even, you know, I want to get back to what you were saying before. Sorry to cut you off, but it just had like a light bulb moment where it was all clicking. (laughs) But even in the way on the, topic of communication, even in the way that I chose to respond to these two situations is different, right? Like, whereas before maybe I would have begged and pleaded or forgiven and allowed, even though it felt wrong. And it's like, I chose in one situation to set a boundary and say like, this isn't acceptable for me. And when you're ready to communicate with me in a respectful, loving, healthy, calm way. I'll communicate with you. But up until then, I'm not going to communicate with you. And the other one, I didn't respond because I was like, do nothing, eat my popcorn. Okay.
1: You know, Maybe kind there's of there's like, nothing that needs to be said.
0: You know, and for once it was like, wow, like I don't have anything to say to this right now. And so I'm just not going to say anything. Mm-hmm. Unless I feel inspired to say something so far, it's been a couple of weeks. I haven't felt inspired, you know, but it's, it's an interesting, both ways are not my norm of communicating in situations where I feel as though mm, I'm triggered to feel like I'm not enough, or I feel like I'm being abandoned, you know, like my inner child was like, Oh, ah, let me beg. What can I, how can I fix this? What can I do? Oh my gosh. No, no, What's no. What's wrong no, with me? me? 100%. And yeah, of course, there was like a part of me that was like screaming out, but I was like, you know, I don't think so. Mm -hmm. Let's do something different and just see what happens. Interesting to kind of think about, you know, and put into practice, you guys, if you're listening, just paying attention to how you're communicating and, and how you're choosing to respond instead of react, et cetera. Anyway,
1: I love that. And really, you know, how aware are you of the gap between your talk and your walk? So much of our uh, current conversation is around is around worthiness, whether we realize it or not. Right. A lot of the um, self-reflection tools, the practices that are being utilized, thank goodness, in so many big growing ways are about coming to understand how valuable your ideas are your thoughts your energy your time your resources all of that that's really being activated right now and through the end of this year it and kind of a theme throughout most of this year has been um how we how we align with what we think and what we say and what we do Mm. right we we do all of this work perhaps and then are we still talking to ourselves like we're worthless, right? Are we still accepting less than? Yeah. Are we, are we still battling the same battles of, of um you know, doubt and lack? And are we putting effort into closing that gap and walking with love and integrity and doing what motivates and inspires us?
0: Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I think sometimes a lot of us wait until we hit rock bottom before we choose totally. to walk, you know, and even though I just def- certainly didn't hit my rock bottom in the last few weeks, I will say that like, it took me waiting until my skin was breaking out like crazy. My stomach was hurting. I wasn't sleeping mm. well. I felt anxious all the time. And I even was able to kind of like adapt to the anxiety and hang in there. And I just kind of got used to it. I did have a moment where I was like this, I don't feel good. Like, and then I got sick, my throat. Like I was like, I, this is not okay. Since then over the last two weeks, my skin's cleared up. I'm not sick anymore. I'm sleeping better. I'm like, gosh, you know, it's sometimes it's not always easy to make that choice confidently right. When you know, you need to. So if that's you pay attention to the signs from your body, you know, your body is always speaking to you when it's easy to get kind of distracted and let your monkey mind take over and, and pay attention to all these other things outside of ourselves. But at the end of the day, the body doesn't lie, your gut, your intuition doesn't lie. And it'll start to scream at you until you start to pay attention.
1: Right until you lose your voice because there's a part of you screaming, right? And that is that is so much that awareness of the gap between the talk and the walk. It's the talk of the body, totally. right? And the mind's ability to do the walk, which is, I hear you, body. Okay, let's take a day off. Let's get rid of some junk.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's slow
1: down and and look at this anxiety and be with it and settle together.
0: So. Sorry, we segued majorly.
1: It all fits together.
0: (laughs) Totally. Mercury has been in retrograde and we're moving into Mars retrograde, correct?
1: Yeah. So retrograde is essentially what's happening in, in the sky when we hear that word retrograde is that it's about the point where the the planets in their movement around the sun and earth as a planet in its movement around the sun are at the closest point that they will be all together. And so about six months out of the year, we actually have most planets retrograde Mm -hmm. Mars retrograde is the most rare. It happens about every two and a half years, but it lasts for over three months. So it's the longest and the most rare and Mars is the keeper of your energy and your drive and your vitality and your ability to assert yourself and go for what you want how potent you are so it's action and it's important we want a strong Mars that's in balance because that's our confidence and our ability to go after what we want right our ability to die, to desire something that's venus so we had a venus retrograde at the beginning of 2022 so we began the year really shedding clarifying what we desire we've made changes throughout the year to align with what we desire and now with mars we're looking at this a little bit deeper and considering what do we need to take action on to live more in this place of worthiness to really sustain our capacity to um Hold this stand new standard that we want for our lives and for the world. So it's a big shedding energy when Mars goes retrograde. We're essentially kind of put on a hero's journey or a hero, hero heroine's journey, um, you know, the journey of the self. Um, you're really kind of undergoing a transformation of what you want in your life and how you claim the inner hero within. And because it's in Gemini, it's likely to have um, more of an an intellectual sort of energy with it, which we can see as being, um, you know, Mars rules anger. We might notice there's a little bit more passive aggression in our dynamics with certain people. We might find ourselves a little more short-fused and irritated. Essentially, Mars retrograde is saying, um, do less externally, And go inside and work out the battles you're having inside of yourself. Look at the ways that you might be distracting yourself from finding peace within yourself. Look at the ways that there may be a disconnect in your ability to express yourself clearly and calmly. What are the relationships or the dynamics or the situations that really activate you where you just like lose your cool and you lose it? Those might be extra sensitive this season and extra available for you to do some work around.
0: I'm not looking forward to that.
1: <laughs> you can expect to notice. Um, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not super looking forward to it okay, either. Good. Okay,
0: good. I'm not alone. Okay,
1: good. I'm really trying to consider how can I serve in a way that will support people and then also support myself because Mars retrograde can be an isolating time. We can find ourselves really sensitive, um, more aggravated. Um, and it can really influence our ability to assert ourselves um, to access our life force and our desires. There can definitely be times where we have a ton of energy and times during this transit where we feel really depleted um, and and it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a bad idea to understand that the next several months will, include some upheaval. There mm. will be some internal and external conflict, possibly in our lives, depending on how you're influenced by this and what your life looks like, but definitely in the larger world. And so we might see certain behaviors that are just not cool and they might come from us, which can you know kind of suck to see certain ways that we still um, have tempers or act out of integrity with ourselves. And so the reason I, I feel it's important to talk about it is that this is an opportunity to use the tools that you've been building and to practice things and to know that whenever we're dealing with a retrograde, it means that we're in kind of an experimental period. We're in a period where a lot of things can change and we're not bound to our behaviors. We're not just because we act out of line or we get really activated or we lose our desire our motivation doesn't mean we're going to be there forever and it doesn't mean that that great opportunity that we messed up isn't going to come back around taking a quick break from today's episode
0: to talk to you about one of our sponsors cozy earth Cozy Earth is a luxury bedding and loungewear brand known for its incredible softness and temperature regulation. Cozy Earth has actually been featured on Oprah's favorites list for four years in a row. And since making the shift over to Cozy Earth bamboo sheets on my own bed, I can tell you right now it's going to be on my favorites list for a long, long time too. I got the Cozy Earth bamboo sheet set in white. And I'm not kidding you when I tell you these sheets are the softest sheets I have ever felt in my life. I get so excited go to bed surely for the sheets i'm absolutely hooked they wash well they feel amazing they look gorgeous i'm obsessed cozy earth is made from soft and sustainable viscose from bamboo fabrics and it is way softer than cotton as i mentioned cozy earth is temperature regulating which means it will keep you cool and comfortable All night long, which has honestly been a game changer for me because I am a hot sleeper and temperature regulation is actually a major key in getting good sleep. Cozy Earth has a 10 year warranty on all of their products and they also offer a hundred night sleep test, which means you can try the product for a hundred nights and if you don't love it, you can send it back for a full refund. Cozy Earth has provided an exclusive offer for my listeners today, which is 35% off site wide when you use the code YOGAINSPIRED. Babe, do yourself a favor go to cozyearth.com and use code YOGAINSPIRED for 35% off site wide. Now let's get back into the episode.
1: So let it be something that you attempt to move with rather than create more resistance and get even more frustrated. It's like warrior training to the, to the 10th degree. And so get yourself into a state of understanding, like I'm in, I'm in heroes training right now. I am learning to be the hero of my own life and I can get through whatever, whatever is handed to me.
0: I love that. I love that so much. As far as relationships go, is this, I mean, gosh, I mean, I know that everything happening within the planets, every, there's always something happening. And so it's like, mm-hmm. you can't avoid, you can't not live because of things happening in the planets, you know, but I know that there are better times than others to sign contracts or to enter into agreements or to do certain things, you know? And I'm just curious with Mars retrograde, like, is this not an ideal time to explore new partnerships? Is this more a better time to lean into self or, you know, focus more on the relationship with yourself, which you should always be focusing on, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, cause this sounds really thick and heavy is the, the, those are the only words I can think of to describe this energy on its way, but
1: yeah. So it's not the worst time to enter into a relationship. Venus retrograde is the retrograde where if you do meet somebody and you're in a relationship with them, it is a little bit more rocky and might not work out. Mars retrograde, fortunately, is not a you know red flag around meeting someone. It can be really passionate. There can be a lot of growth in a relationship that develops during a Mars retrograde. However, it is it is likely going to be a period of time where it's not always comfortable and of course life isn't always comfortable there's always something going on we're rarely always something 100% comfortable yeah. um, but this is a time known to be one where we stretch beyond the comfort zone um, where we um, have the opportunity to accelerate our mindset about things how we're thinking about things and so we're likely to have a lot of experiences that stretch us and um, stretch us in ways that aren't necessarily comfortable. And so should a relationship start to develop this during this time, it's probably going to be someone you're going to learn a lot from. You're going to learn about yourself a lot from. This is a Gemini Mars retrograde, which is really creative and playful and fun energy. And it's a really reflective energy. There's a lot of ways that we'll see ourselves from lots of different perspectives. And the blessing of that is that's what we want. We want to see ourselves and know ourselves more, right? And so we might see parts of ourselves that we haven't seen in a while, or maybe we've never seen. And we get the opportunity to rewire our ego brain and review our passions and our goals and our perspectives. And, and yeah, we can expect delays. We can expect disputes. We can expect uh, weird behavior, agitation, and we can also expect passion. We can expect clarity. We can expect understanding our own motivation and desires in a much deeper way. And so none of this is good or bad. It's just more it's intense I want to close this out with a couple of things that everybody listening can focus
0: on but before I do I selfishly want to know what are some things I personally (laughs) have happening in my chart and what I should focus on because you are my personal astrologer is it astrologer or astrologist
1: I say astrologer but
0: astrologist is also a thing so I say that too And somebody the other day was like well and I'm like yeah It is. It's a word too.
1: Yeah. You can, I think you can say it how you want to say it.
0: Guys. Also, I just booked, I had a session with Julian like a couple of weeks ago, which was so amazing. So also know that you can totally work with her one-on-one. I have everything linked in the show notes and do we still have a discount code for my listeners? Yeah. So that'll be in the show notes as well. But, um, you know, things change. It's been two-ish weeks since we chatted and I want to know what's happening.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And when we talked, we didn't go super deep into what's coming. Um, Right. Yeah. I'm I'm not going to lie to you. This Mars retrograde is happening in the area of your chart, your seventh house, which rules relationships, contracts, uh, partnership.
0: Stop.
1: (laughs) Um, Which is is, is actually not, to me, it's, it's you really learning to hold space and ground for the type of partnerships and relationships that you want to be aligned with. I think there's Mm. an up-leveling of your standards and of an alignment coming around, uh, what you really deserve. And, how you're able to express that, ask for that, receive that in relationships. So it's a really strong energy. It's going to touch into, you have three planets in your seventh house. You have Venus, Mercury, and Jupiter. So these are strong planet energies in relationships. And so you really deserve to have a relationship dynamic all of your relationships, whether we're talking romance or business partnerships or collaborations, you deserve to have dynamics that expand you and grow you and give you as much as you are able to give because you're a really expansive person in this space. When I mentioned it to you, when a collaboration happens, everyone expands and everyone benefits. And that's something to really value about yourself and in your energetic blueprint that you're magnetic in that way and you deserve to be in a relationship, in a primary relationship with someone who can fully see you and is fully ready for the ride of expansion. And I think this Mars retrograde may give you instances of really seeing that and practicing that. Again, this is Gemini. It's all about communication. It's all about the mind. So it can be a real opportunity for you to Move through challenges you may have in communicating your worth, in saying what needs to be said, in calling out what you see because you are very intuitive, you have a a strong sense of feeling and communicating that felt sense in a way where you're not doubtful of it, you're not scared of it, you're not, um, you know, am I going to hurt this person or offend them? You're recognizing this is one of the gifts that I can bring into a relationship
0: yeah that resonates big time
1: <laughs> yeah and, and one of the you know one of the keywords I think for you is patience I think mm-hmm. that's a key word for anyone through the rest of the year is patience when it comes to where it lands in your chart relationships, patience you know Rome wasn't built in a day the greatest love story of your life wasn't built in a day it's the the effort you put to show up every day to develop a great love story. That's, that's the story of your life.
0: Yeah. At the the risk of oversharing, you know, I think I'm going to, I'll say this just because I feel like I'm sure at least one person listening can relate. This is so powerful for me to hear you say, have patience. Uh, This is something that I know on a soul deep level. And it's something that I really want to commit to and practice But I have found myself recently, you know, when I decide I want something, I'm like, okay, I'm ready. Let's go. Let's do this. And I love that about myself. But when it comes to relationships, you know, I haven't wanted to be in partnership or in a relationship for many, many years. And I didn't date. I didn't do that because it didn't feel good to me. And I suddenly, within the last few months, decided that I'm ready and I want that. And just like I said, you know, I decided I'm like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> and there's like, I found myself almost feeling impatient in a way of like, I can be alone. I'm a badass bitch. I'm independent. Yes, we get it. Go me. But I'm ready to be, I'm ready for my person. And like, this has caused me to feel impatient and disheartened when things don't work out in the way that I want them to. It's not that I'm, I don't want to force anything and I certainly don't want to be in something that's not aligned and not good for me, but it is also kind of like this, gosh, you know, I'm in my thirties and I've been single for so long now and I'm ready now I'm ready. I have so much to give. I've done all the work and I've have everything I need and I have so much to offer. And I'm just, let's just do this thing. And it's like hard to have patience and not let fear kind of get in the way and feel like I'm never going to find this person that can match me. I'm always going to have to be giving, 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 and I'm always going to be drained, you know? And I, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I'm just kind of sharing some personal thoughts on that. Like to have patience for you to say that to me is makes me a little emotional thinking about it because I know, I know that's what I need, but it's hard, yeah. you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely, and it can feel hard to have the patience because we think, but I've been patient. I've yes. been waiting, and I know that's that's a struggle for me around yeah this concept of patience. And yet, I see you really putting in so much behind the scenes work to shift the parts of your life that need to shift so that. An aligned relationship can come through. You're making room for that yeah. in a way that you hadn't before. Totally, and you do have a really beautiful Venus placement here in your seventh house that says you see the beauty in your intimate relationships. You see the beauty in anyone that you're partnering with
0: mm-hmm. in a
1: way that um, is such a gift and is an and needs to be reciprocated as well and so i think this mars retrograde which we're already in it, in it it doesn't start until october 30th but everything i'm saying i think you know you're already in this
0: we're in and, it i'm, I'm in, in, it. We're <laughs> in it y'all i'm knee deep
1: in it y'all <laughs> it's been building it started it's in the beginning 100%. of september really percent. Like, we get these instances where we come into relation with another and. I know it's Libra season. It's important for us to talk about this. We come into relation with another and we're getting the signal. Our body is saying, no, that's I don't want to be feeling this way. And yet we then do what is absolutely normal human behavior to do. We look at ourselves, well, what can I change? How can I fix myself? What is it about me? What am I doing? Instead of saying, maybe being a little bit more cutthroat about it at times and saying, no. This does not fit within the realm of what I'm here to experience in relationships. Mm -hmm. And we get to gauge that for ourselves, right? We're all human on all sides of all relationships. There are certain ways that I'm still growing in relationship majorly. And there are certain things that I think hit against our standards and hit against our needs that we're learning to really listen to and that's what i think the next several months can really be if we just allow ourselves to be curious about our own expansion and for you in the space of relationships and really get more crystal clear about what is that to call in my partner or to desire a partner and what is what is important about that
0: yeah still coming back to that idea of worthiness right and and stating what it is we future. need and want and what we deserve, I definitely still battle with that. Anyway, I hope anyone listening is is able to tap into patience as well. no yeah. matter no matter the uh, you know situation, whether it be relational or or something that you're manifesting or working on, you know, I think it's normal to kind of have moments where you fall victim to fear and that lack mentality. But It's so important to come back to trust and surrender and, and that deep inner knowing of if it's, if the desire has been placed on your heart, then it's been put on your heart for a reason and it's coming and you have to be patient, patient.
1: It's the, the hero's journey, the heroine's journey. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, the, the pillars of development over the next several months are strength, courage, devotion, resourcefulness, alliance, and patience.
0: So what can we, everybody, not just specific to me and my chart, but what can we, I know we've touched on it, but just to kind of wrap it, wrap it up and, and give people something clear to think about and reflect on what can we, or what should we, or what will you invite us to pay attention to over the next few months? Mm-hmm what's important slow down
1: slow down address how you're choosing to spend your energy look at the gap between what you say and what you think and what you do look at the motivation behind your actions and this is next one is a big one i think that is important for us i know most of most of the listeners are femme or femme identifying is Mm -hmm. to make peace with your masculine side to make peace with your masculine qualities and see that the way that you structure your life and the way that you take action in your life is to hold a container for the feminine to move. And so uh, we find more freedom when we establish a schedule that suits our energy. When we um, put structure in place in our lives, we're going to find more freedom. And so making peace with, what we would see as our masculine wounds or our masculine challenges can be a big one to focus on. And that might look like reviewing your passions and your goals, cleaning some things up there and and really, you know, being present as much as you can, staying away from combat, staying away from anger. Um, not because anger is bad, but that, you know, um, a lot of the assessment over this period of time and a lot of what might come up is really moving you to look within at your emotions at what activates or triggers you. It's not about going head to head with someone else.
0: Yeah. This could be a good time too to make a commitment that at least for the coming months, you know, you decide that instead of responding immediately to anything that is activating or triggering you're going to give yourself a certain amount of time to sit with it because oftentimes my immediate response or reaction will be like level 100 anger. And then like three days later, I'm like, don't really care. (laughs) Yeah. You know, or it's like way less important than I initially thought it was. And so maybe knowing that this time is going to be, I'm going to use it again thicker and heavier, (laughs) faster, thicker, heavier. Yeah. That maybe, you know, okay, I'm going to make a commitment every morning. When I sit down to journal, I'm going to remind myself that I'm going to mind the gap as I like to call it in the yoga inspired life program, but I'm going to take a moment to not just jump right on to the first initial reaction or thought that I'm having, but I'm going to create a little gap and I'm going to give myself a little bit of time before responding, before I hit send on that text, before I answer the phone and, and, you know, lay into someone or immediately defend myself. Like I'm going to give myself a moment to really decide how I want to respond,
1: knowing that this is a supercharged time in the world. Absolutely. Put it on your refrigerator, write it on your bathroom window, remind yourself every day cultivate a practice of discipline whether it's two minutes of deep breathing before you get out of bed and look at your phone whether it's five minutes of meditation if it's a i'm a big fan of yoga nidra it's totally like a major part of my life Uh, yoga practice something that you can have some discipline around that you're going to do to down regulate your system it doesn't have to be either it doesn't have to be something calming either it can be like a kickboxing class it can be a rage practice it's a way to really tap into your energy and your system so that you can clear out what might be influencing you
0: anything else Um, you can think of that that you want to leave us with before i let you go
1: well i want to invite people to stay tuned because i'm going to be announcing um shortly into the month of October and a program to really help during this Mars retrograde. It's really to, um, allow ourselves especially as women or um, feminine identifying people to tap into rage and move rage as a creative energy through our system. So it's going to be a nine week program that brings in lots of thought leaders around Uh, somatics and the body and moving energy around whether through breath work journaling and reflection conversation so that we can move through this astrological transit actually doing the work that would most benefit us and coming into a healthy relationship with our masculine with anger and and with action
0: amazing and i will leave all of julian's links in the show notes gonna have you on before the end of the year again oh yeah i feel like definitely it's it's just gotta happen we gotta
1: talk about 2023
0: oh my goodness i cannot even believe that that is on
1: on uh wild coming up it's wild this year time's flown by yeah time Um, is quantum well thank you so much this was so wonderful Thank you. Thanks for giving me the space to chat and get to connect with you. I always find your movement through life so inspiring. And that's
0: a wrap on another episode of the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. I hope you got something valuable from it and feel empowered to take inspired action. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending time with me today. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I loved creating it, then please subscribe and leave a review. And if you know of anyone that would benefit from the podcast, I would love it if you would share it with them. I always say that we rise by lifting others, and this is a totally independent podcast. So every little bit of support truly means so much to me. If you're looking for more, let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at Shayla Quinn. I hope you have an amazing week. Thank you again for listening and I'll catch you next week.